Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, to the House of David Ministry. I'm Pastor Keith Allen. I'm Pastor Summer Allen. And this week's Bible study will be out of the first chapter of Habakkuk in the Old Testament in between Nahum and Zephaniah. Okay. So Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um sorry about that. Um for those of you who got a uh, chance to read, um you'll notice a different theme with Habakkuk. Um he wasn't like the other prophets. You had all the other prophets. They ran from God for most of the part. Some of them stood tall when God first called them up for the, you know, you had a few, like Jeremiah, he's like, I don't want to do this. You know, you had um, Jonah who ran away. He didn't want to do what God was calling him to do. Mm-hmm. All right. But for the most part, you know, people like Samuel and all the others, uh, you know, Daniel, Ezekiel, they stood tall in Christ and, and in God, and they they, they were able to um, just, you know, be able to take the word that God gave them and move forward with it, right? The funny thing is, Baku didn't do that. He was a different animal than all the other uh, prophets. He actually questioned God on the prophecy which God gave him. So, and the weird thing is, God answered him in a kind manner and explained things to him. So if you don't know the story of Habakkuk, um, there's not much told of him, not much history uh, written about him. They do know that he was um, just before... Nebuchadnezzar took over and, and, and invaded Jerusalem. It was, it was around about 600, 612 uh, B.C. Uh, when all this happened. And his name actually means Yahweh Embrace. So it's weird because he, he, um, he questions God and then he um he goes on to embrace what God has for him, right? So the the funny thing about it all again, his his book, his writings go for him questioning God. Chapter two, him laying down the laws of prophecy. 
to part three, him praising God and all his wonders and what he does for uh, what his plans are. So he had to keep the growth process for, for Baku from questioning the prophecy in which he was given up to him giving the prophecy, accepting it, and then in chapter 3 he goes out and he praises the, 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 everything about God. It, it, it's just, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a chuckle to see that uh, transformation in someone, um, especially a prophet, you know, uh, that everyone looked up to. Um, so does anybody else have anything to say before we get started about Habakkuk uh, on what we read or anything? Um, I was just going to say that it's kind of comforting to know that somebody who is a prophet, and what was it? I didn't look up the meaning of his name. You said it meant Yahweh. Embrace, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, comforting to know that he was just as human. You know, God still used him despite his humanness. <laughs> that's right. We all can be used, even even in our uh, rebellion. <laughs> so, yeah. indeed. And, that, and what I got was is that from chapter one, I got it almost mirrored um, things that are going on right now. And I don't know if you're going to go there. Right. Go, go, go ahead. Where are you going? Um, well, in this text, when he talks about this people, that will come and that would um, basically spoil the land, it's almost similar to me and, like, you know, what ISIS is doing and all these different um, other um, groups that come and try to, you know, slaughter people and things like that because, it, you know, when he's um, describing the, the type of captivity that they put people in, it just sounds like it's mirroring today. That's why I kept sitting on it. What? And that it was, that, you know, you sent it because of judgment. And as we know, that there's a lot of choices that the world is making right mm-hmm. now to where we're back to the times of Noah, we're back to the times of judges in different areas in history mm-hmm. where we as even Christian people, you know, God's people, mm-hmm. is you know, giving in to the things of the world or conforming to the things of the world. So he comes and he corrects things. That he does. And Hampasu needed some correction because he was not, he was like Jonah. He just wasn't feeling it. He was like, you gave me a prophecy and you trying to tell me mm-hmm. that these people <laughs> who are just not right, you're going to allow them to do what? <laughs> you know, so we'll read a few verses here because Abaku, to me, he's a comedian. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hilarious to go through, to go through something like this. And I, I mean, but the thing is, like like uh, Mindy said, it's the human side of us all that we all get into sometimes. That you know, hey, reality strikes. Well, it's like, like, wait a minute. Let's speak on the side of the prophetic, though. Get some calling comes without repentance. So when you hear, when you begin to hear the voice of the Lord as a prophet, you hear it as a child. So you're always hearing the voice of God, 
So you come to him like a child but come to his parents like, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? And, you know, and you talk to him just like you talk to your father. So, you know, you will question your parents. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> that's the, the, the human side of it all is like, man, you're giving me something. In there. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm not 100% in agreement with you right, right now. Right, You know, it's like yeah. – how many people would go to God with like, you know, I don't agree with your word, God. I don't want to, I don't want to, you right. want to, I only want to stop this. Right, him and Jonah. You sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go through that where you're like, you sure this is you? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's good to see that, you know, in all in all of the, all of the uh, trials that he went through that God answered him and and you know he said that on okay, God reassured me now I can go out and do this thing, you know, versus faltering and like, you know what, go pick somebody else, you know. Right. <laughs> right. So because we all can say that, you know, I don't want to do it, go pick somebody else, you know. Uh-huh. You know because it is our free will, but God is like, hey, there's something I put in you and I want to get it out mm-hmm. through you. It's the reason why, you know. Things come together the way they do because that's the way God has planted, you know. So, without further ado, let's read Habakkuk chapter one, verse one, and it's right there, and it starts already. The burden, <laughs> the burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry? And thou wilt not hear, even cry out unto thee of violence, and thou wilt not save. Why doest thou show me inequity and cause me to be whole grievance? For spoiling and violence are before me, and there are things, and there are that raise up strife and contention. So he's going through town, and he's seeing all this craziness going about. He's like, I'm suffering trying to be righteous before you, and I'm suffering. But everyone who is evil seems to be doing all right. (laughs) So he's like, you know, where is my reward? You know, can I get a hookup or something here, God? You know, it's it's a funny thing. So in verse 4, it goes, Therefore the law is slacked, and judgment doeth never go forth. For the wicked doeth compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. And that is what happens. Wrong judgment does come about because those who are in power are the, are the wicked ones. So those who are doing what they should be doing, they feel like they're being punished, but we as human beings don't realize God's, you know, True works and what's going on. We we have no idea. Most of it, most of God's works, unless He reveals it to us, is a mystery. Until it you know manifests itself before our eyes, then we go, oh, that's why two years ago I went through <laughs> went through that craziness I was going through. You know, I I'm, I'm a living witness, and I was I was like, man, why am I going through so much mess? You know, and I'm like. I'm always going through something. I can't catch a break, you know. And I'm like, man, I can't get, you know, I can't get a promotion on my job. I can't do this. I can't. 
you know, and sure enough, I waited around long enough, and everything that I wanted, it was not for me because everything that I wanted before me had collapsed. And it, it is like job positions I wanted and all this other stuff that I wanted had collapsed. And God already knew, like, no, you don't need to be there. Just stay with me, hold on, and you're going to be all right. But, again, we as humans, we want what we want. That's just the way we are. We want what we want when we want it. It's true. I got taste for some ice cream. Hey, I'm going to hop in my car and go get me some ice cream. You know? It's the American way, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And we can. <laughs> yes, it is. It is the American way because we, we have some very bad traits about us. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, let me. We 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 live and learn. That is for sure. We live and learn. Um, so Hubaku, he's 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 a character, and, and and I love it because he's like, wait a minute, you know, I'm right, and you put the crazies in charge, and they're passing judgment on the righteous, and we we're it's kind of like you you know you go into court and someone will set you up. You know, it's like sending you to jail for 30, 40 years. You haven't done anything wrong. Right. But, you know, it's like, well, wait a minute. Well, that's the law of the land. Hey, deal with it. You know, it's like, wait a minute. I want to get up out of here. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I want to be over the Right. I want to go, I'll go back over to Jordan. <laughs> funny because. I was just listening to a sermon on the way home from work, like from the train to home, and he started like the, the pastor. I don't know his name, but he was talking about like purpose. And he's like these things that you go through, mm-hmm. things that are unfair, like all the stuff that you're saying saying in the sermon. So it's just like clicking, like the, the things that you go through that are unfair, or mm-hmm. unjust. You know, you're blamed for something that you didn't do. Mm-hmm. It's all in preparation. Or maybe God's going to reveal his purpose for you, you know, through that, you know, it's going to, you know, reveal, reveal your character, true character, that sort of thing, you yeah. know. And it will. All you got to do is, is, you know, endure until the end. If you can just hold on for a moment, God is going to bless you because he's like, look, you're staying righteous for my sake. Right. Even though, because God knows, like, look, what you're going through, I'm having this happen for a reason, you know, because as he says, and, and you know, in the book of Judges, you know, every time the children of, of Israel went went astray, he allowed them to get to the lowest of lows, and then when he called out for his name, he brought them out. So he he wants to show you his might and his glory, and he wants to show it through you. Allow him to lift you up, because that's what he's trying to do. He's just trying to lift you up. He said that your thoughts are not my thoughts and your ways are not my ways. <laughs> yeah. So there's no real way for you to try to reason, like, or try to humanize God and try to mm-hmm. come up with an excuse for the uh, the ways that God is, you know, and the things that he chooses to do. But the thing about it is, is that, mm-hmm. you know how they say, well, understand it better by and by? Mm-hmm. That is one of truism when it comes to God. Just wait until it's all over and it will be explained. Even, you know, we know how in history, how is history told? History told is told by that one person, that one survivor who we left 
to tell the story. So, I mean, all this stuff happened to all these people or whatever, and then one survivor's like, well, you, you know what I just saw? You know what I just, it just happened or whatever? And they're like, the person, you know, like the, uh, the newscaster that's in the midst of the storm, like, well, you know, we're in a thousand gale force winds or whatever, and they're trying to report the story. So, meaning that you don't know why, you don't know how, you just know it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end of it all, you'll understand it better. Right. You know, right. And it's for a reason. And it, it's funny because it, I'm going through a class right now, this month-long training that I'm doing through my job, right? So I'm in this class. Yes, you're reaching up. Oh, are we? Can you hear us now? Hello? I can hear you. Okay. Okay, you, you okay. Do, hear you. Okay. Your, your video is just kind of freezing, Karen. No, it's you're freezing on our end. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just you, Melinda, because nobody else has got that. Yeah, now she's yeah, you keep breaking up. Like I hear you coming in and burps, and then you're you're freezing on me, like your video's freezing. Okay. Yeah, because we we got now Uncle Brian. He's he seemed to be okay on our end, and Tina. Tina. But see, on our end, we can't even. We, you're frozen. Your your whole video is frozen. So. Okay. I can't even hear speak Tina. So it's okay. She probably got it on mute. Um, maybe we lost Mandy. I'm not sure. Maybe uh, frozen. Yeah, it'll come back. So, but I'm going through this training at, at, at work, right? And we're going through all of these laws of the land, just about how to buy something, whether it's a dollar or $15 million, mm-hmm. right? You know, we got all these laws that we have to follow. You know, was it made in America? Was it shipped to America? You know, um, how much you can spend outside of America. I mean, all this craziness, right? So these laws, as we all know how laws are, they are very, very wordy and they're very, you know, detailed to the letter. Like, well, you know, we got a lot of people arguing the facts from the, from the, um, the instructors about what is and what isn't being said in these laws. And the instructor keeps saying, Stop trying to use your logic and follow what is being said in the law. It's like a verbatim thing in the law that is being said, but we, you know, sitting in the classroom, there's people sitting up there literally arguing the fact that, well, I think that it's this because it says this, and it has nothing to do with what's being asked and, and, you know, follows the terms and conditions. Uh, of the situation, so we as 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 people tend to try and rationalize and make sense of things the way we want to see it. And if it's not our way, then we have issues with it. Right. We want to sit up there and make everything like no. If that's not the way I think, so that that needs to be changed. <laughs> right. 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 And that's such a, 
Right. An impetuant child. You know, <laughs> one black so, mind. And right. Like, you know, it is just kind of like a kid, you know, coming and telling you, like, no, we should be able to eat candy Monday, you know, Monday through Friday, and, you know, all for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I want candy. And I can't see the reason why now, you know, I'm sounding like Genesis. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing. We should be able to eat pizza and brownies every day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, all these different things, you know, the questions. 
come into your mind and, 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 and the Lord allows to, um, to be able to answer those questions. But when you don't ever question anything, if you're just saying, hey, I want things this way, then there, you won't ever know anything but what you want. Right, right. And there is so much. God is so deep. And there is so much to, you know, to, you know, him and everything about him, the vastness of God. Come on. Mm-hmm. Just give it up. Now, yeah. Now, now, look how God God does this. God told him what he was going to do. He said, I'm going to work a marvelous thing. He said, and and, and the way I'm going to work this marvelous thing is this, is this is how I'm going to do it. He says in verse 6, For lo, I raise up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation, which shall march through the breadth of the land and possess the dwelling places that are not there. So he literally told him, like, look, they're going to come in here and they're going to take your stuff. <laughs> right. It's all your stuff, so uh, deal with it, right? Well, however, he says, they are terrible and dreadful. Their judgment and their dignity shall proceed of themselves. And, you know, in other words, you know, hey, you know, we already know what you're about before you can come. Right. <laughs> so, hey. Your reputation. Yeah, exactly. So, and he goes in verse 8, you know, their horses are swift and, you know, as leopards, and and they're more fierce than evening, and, and evening wolves, and their horsemen shall spread themselves, and their horsemen shall come from far. They shall fly as eagles that haste to eat. So they're going to come in like a, a rushing wind upon them very quickly, swift, harsh, taking no prisoners. Okay? He says, they shall come all for violence. Their faces shall sup up all the east wind, and they shall gather the captivity of, as the sand. So he's saying they're going to take all of you guys into captivity. There's nothing you're going to do about it, right? So in, ver- and, uh, in verse uh, 11, I'm going to jump down a few verses here. He says, then... Then shall his mind change, and he shall pass over and offend, imputing this his power unto his God. Meaning they're going to come in and they're going to bring their own gods, and people are going to worship pagan gods and do all this other stuff because now that the land has been taken over by, you know, outsiders. Wow. You know, and then in verse 12, here comes Habakkuk again. I tell you, he won't give up. <laughs> he got issues. Like, can you imagine, like, literally, like, sitting down, you know, in your family room or at your kitchen table and, like, talking with God, like, God is sitting there and you're talking to him like, I hear what you're saying, but however. <laughs> I wonder what kind of person he was in real life. Like, was he that, that real complainy kind of person, you know? Right. <laughs> Somebody counting is 
And, O mighty God, thou hast established them for correction, which is absolutely true. He has placed the Chaldeans over them to take them into captivity in order to correct their evil ways because the children of Israel has been led astray. So he wants them to come back to him in order to do that. What he does, he always do. He puts them into captivity. But see, that's like the, the answer to the question, like that universal question that people ask us, say, okay, you know, let's say it's an a atheist or something like that, they might ask us, say, um, you know, if there's a God, why does he allow well, all this evil stuff to happen in the world and why doesn't he do anything about it? And this is like the perfect example or the perfect chapter to tell you that he has a higher understanding he has a he has a, a master plan. Mm-hmm. He has something, you know, that that has to happen. You know, there's cause and effect. Mm-hmm. And as you know that there, you know, in those rules of cause and effect, that certain things have to happen mm-hmm. in order for it to come in effect. Right. You know, and if these things don't happen, then we won't get to, you know, where we need to be. So you know, um, anybody else want to add? What? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So in verse 13, he says, Thou art, pure, thou art of pure eyes than to behold evil, and canst not look on inequity. Wherefore lookest thou upon them that deal treacherously? And holdest thy tongue when the wicked devoureth a man that is more righteous than he. See how he's doing that? You say, God, why are you being silent? I need help. <laughs> Please help me. You know? So it, it, it's like he's having a, an actual conversation with God. And you can do that. Anybody right. can have a conversation just like that, just like he did. You can have that same conversation with God. <laughs> and the Lord will give you the answer. He will answer you. And, and he's just funny here. Then he goes in, in uh, verse uh, 14, and he says, And make his man as the fishes of the sea, as the creeping things that have no ruler over them. Meaning he knows that when these people come in, they're unruly as it is, even though they're they're in power, the 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 children of Israel have no ruler themselves. They're just captives of a of a foreign nation. Mm-hmm. Now they're that's why he's like they they're they're kings count them as, as fish in the sea. He says they take up in verse thirteen, they take up all of them with the angle, they catch them in their net and gather them in their, their drag. Therefore, they rejoice and are glad. Therefore, they, sac- they sacrifice unto their nets, not to a god, not to God, but they sacrifice unto their nets mm-hmm. and burn incense unto their drag because by them their portion is fat and their meat plenteous. So they're giving homage to the net. Because the neck is the thing that brought, brought, you know. In other words, they're giving honor to their their own glory because they feel when they came in and captured, you know, Jerusalem, that 
it was all them. Mm-hmm. They they got all these people under their control now, so they're giving praises and honor and sacrificing to themselves. In other words, they're elevating themselves. Right. So is he first complaining that that the Jewish nation is not being punished for their sins, and then he's complaining. This is the way I'm reading. And then he's complaining about what the punishment is. Yeah, he's yeah. Now he's gonna, now he's complaining about what the punishment is. God, God said he's gonna bring these people in. He's like, wait a minute, I know these people. I know how they are. Ah. Ah. But one thing he said about like they're worshiping their net. You know, right. there's in my the version of my Bible, like back in verse eleven, it says, "Then they see past like the wind and go on." Guilty people whose own strength is their God. Right. You know, yeah. people that are glorifying exactly. themselves, yeah. their own strength, and pumping themselves up instead of putting God first. Yeah, and that's exactly what's happening here. And he's like, "Man, this is not right." Right. He's like, "What can you allow?" Right. You know, he's like one of those kids. You know, you know. Get get some sense when you got that pants. Like, look, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. I'm not playing anymore. You know, so it's like, like one of those kids. You know. Not succeed in this world without God. 
And that's the whole thing, you know, and that's why Jesus came trying to correct things because, I mean, you had the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they're in the synagogues on the regular, mm-hmm. you know, and look, and look at the way their thought process was. Right. They were all out of whack as well, so they they didn't have things right because their hearts were upon themselves right. and, 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 and not on God, and they, they were thinking of elevating themselves of, of of not being able to um, have compassion for the for the lesser man. I wouldn't even say lesser man, but for those who lacked, right. you know, who may have leprosy or homeless or, you know, the widow. They really didn't care for them. It's like it, they, they cared only about their own status. Right. And so when you see yourself visiting frequent, which is okay, you, you need, you need, um, you need, you know, that fellowship. Um, but make sure your heart is in the right place when you go to fellowship. Make sure you're doing it for God and not for your own elevation. That's it. Because everything you do should be about his glory, his praise, his worship, mm-hmm. you know, and and pleasing him. Mm-hmm. And through pleasing him do you get blessed with other things. Okay, so again, we had that discussion a few weeks ago when we when we talked about, you know, when you're blessed, you know, you you've been blessed already. Now the blessing needs to go out and do some work. That's right. The blessing has to go out and and, and grab hold of something else. Right. Okay, it's not for you to sit there and like, this is mine. God blesses us to do other things, okay, to take care of one another, not to sit there and try to, you know, get greedy and get um, rich off of one another. Right. That's that's not his intention. Just like with the children of Israel right here in Habakkuk, he didn't want the children to of Israel to go too far away from him. When he sees them sliding away, he always has provisions in place to bring them back, okay? He always has a way to say, I'm not going to let you fall to too, too much. He's kind of he's like that parent in the mall with that little uh, that little leash on his kid, and he'll let him, he'll let him go, but so far, he's like, yeah, you're going, you know, I'll give you 10 feet, you know, and then when you try to take your lap and he, he gets you back in, <laughs> okay? So... That's what, you know, that's how God was going to the children of Israel. It's like, I'll let you go on out there, and you're going you, you to test the waters, and you're going to see that, hey, Charles is in the water, and it ain't safe to go back in the water just yet. So he yanked them back, you know. Right. And that's just the way God works. He, he allows us. I mean, it's tough growth because we mess up. You know, does he want us to mess up? No. He doesn't want us to mess up, but... Should we happen to get to that point, again, he has provisions to bring us back into the fold, you know. So don't let anyone tell you that you, you, you've lost your, 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 your grace or you're not in God's grace anymore. You, you know, you're, it, it, no one can tell you that because they, they can't give you God's grace, so how can they tell you that it's not yours to, get, to take? Okay? They can't give it. They can't take it away. That's right. Just like that one song saying, mm-hmm. this, this, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. 
So if the world didn't give it, then the world can't take it away. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So God's grace is God's grace, you know, and with the children of Israel, he always he always provides, he always has provisions for them. Because he puts them in a captivity, but they don't suffer too much. Because through every captivity, they learn something or they gain in number right. to be able to come out of the captivity. And the thing about it is, is that people don't understand those people. They may even look at this and say, wow, so I really don't want to be in captivity, so I won't involve myself with that. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't really realize you're already in captivity. Yeah, right, because when, when, when you don't have God with you, that, that's what he's saying. You, you're without me. You are already a prisoner. That's right. A prisoner of your own mind. So, mm-hmm. again, Abaku, he, he was like, man, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I just, God, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Help me understand. And if and I know we didn't read the rest of it, but if you go into chapter 2, you will see it. How he, he has accepted this, this prophetic word from God, and now he's out preaching it. Now he's out giving it to the people. You know, now I'm, I'm, I'm done in the wilderness. Now I'm yelling and I'm screaming at everybody. Get right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and then, and, and, the judgment is coming. Right. And then in verse, I mean, not verse, but chapter 3, he goes on and he starts, he has an actual prayer that he's given to God. He's worshiping and praising God now for that same prophetic word that he had received in chapter 1 that he was not feeling too well about. Mm-hmm. Now he's praising it. Mm-hmm. So, well, he understands it now. Exactly. He, he gets an understanding of it now. Now he's like, oh, okay, I didn't know. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> right. Well, he said, and all that I'm getting, get understanding. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I've talked enough. I'll let you guys talk now. <laughs> any questions, any comments? No, um, I was reading that book that I was telling you about, and um, it goes on to say. Okay. Um, Go ahead and talk the book. What was it? Can you see it? No. No, your your camera's off. Oh. Is it? Yeah, this whole time. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Oh, oh Wilmington's Guide to the Bible. Yep. So, um, his name, Habakkuk, and I always murder that name, means embrace. That's yes. what his name means. Yeah, we already got that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a book of deepest doubt. It has been called the Doubting Thomas of the Old Testament. <laughs> his doubts centered around two painful problems. A, how could God allow the sins of Israel to go unpunished? God then tells him Judah would indeed be punished by the Babylonians. Mm-hmm. And B, how then, he asked, could God justify allowing a godless nation to punish <laughs> Judah, <laughs> which nation that 
some good men left. (laughs) Which, of course, had me laughing. Um, And then skipping down, because it says a lot. uh, At the end of it, it says, it has been noted that the book opens with gloom, but ends with glory. Yes. And doubts of a prophet turn into shouts. Yeah. <laughs> and so it goes um, and it breaks down um, shouts versus the doubts. Mm-hmm. And that um, actually the prayer was actually a song. Mm-hmm. So and it, and it goes it goes into a little bit more depth and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it, it, it definitely, I really am liking this book. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm probably going to be quoting it a lot. Uh, anyone else got anything to add? Quit. No, this is good. Because I was reading it and I'm like, okay, he doubted, but God, he complained, and then God, you know, set him straight and complained again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even imagine, you know, and it's funny because when you, you read it and you look at it and stuff, and, and you don't look at it like that initially, but then you think about it and you're like, how are you looking at God? How are you complaining to God? But then I thought about it. We complain to God every day. Yes, we yes, do. We do. Yes, you probably we think do. the same things that he, you know, wrote out. Yeah. You, yeah. See, you see it around you. Like yeah. People do it. Yeah. That's the thing. You're like, how could this happen? <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. I mean, we do it every single day. And it made me think that, that we're more like this dude than we thought. Mm-hmm. You know, with, because, I mean, you just think about it, like, God, you know, they got that house over there, and I know they're doing this in the backyard, but, yeah, they got that house over there. I, I just don't understand it. Right. You know, we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It was just really funny seeing this one. And we complain all the time. And we all think, the time. Okay, we were all working to another person, and we think, hey, I'm complaining to this other person, but no, no, no. You really complain as a God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he yeah. said that every mouth, every word that proceeds out your mouth is judged. So mm-hmm. everything that you say, he's 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 thinking of, you know, he's seeing it, he's hearing it, and he's reacting upon it. So that's why, you know, he you know, he says, Okay, well you you know, praise me with your mouth, but your you know, your heart is far from me. So, you know, you have to be careful at um um, what, you know, what you let come out your mouth, what you say, you know, all those things like that. But then you also do have to be honest with God, though, too, and, you know, develop that that trust to be able to say what's on your heart, you know, because if you do have a question, and that's an honest question, which I kind of see that he was honestly questioning God. I don't think he was like, hey, listen, you know, I don't think he was going off like that. I think he was just questioning, like, how can you do this if yeah. this is the way. It's still hilarious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really it's, funny. It is like, funny. Like, comparing, I like to try to see, you know, then comparing to now, you know, how is that parallel to what's going on now? That's why I was saying not so much that we, know, complaining directly to God, but it, it is a parallel in it. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so, Summer, it's funny you said that because, you know, growing up at our church, it's like, don't question authority, don't question God ever, 
like, well, what if you come at you approach it, and you know, at a heart of like, help me understand. Yeah. That's okay. You know, right. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That question is authority, but you're saying help me understand. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is that even if you do talk to us about like, you'll develop a closer relationship with him if you did come to him with with those questions because he wants to give you the answers. He says, he who lacks knowledge, ask God who provided to you liberally. So he's telling you, ask me. Ask me the questions that you want to know. Ask me, you know, ask me why. And that's okay, you know, to ask God why. If there's something that he don't want to tell you right now, oh, rest assured he's not going to tell you. <laughs> you know, he's going to make you wait. But, you know, he's God, you know. But I'm just saying that it's okay to ask him questions. It's okay to talk, talk to him and talk with him. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, um, okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, especially you don't want to be left ignorant of things or misled, misunderstood of things. You know, you want to have a full understanding. Want to, you know. So, anything yeah. else? Yeah, that's it. I thought it was actually good. Like I said again, it it, it reminded me of today. Um, I know that um, you know people probably see that um, you know the situation with um, all these different um, Islamic um, extremist groups and things like that, and how they're going around to Christians throughout the world, and they're asking this question, you know, do you believe in, in God? We see it, we hear that question consistently being asked over and over and over and over again where they're going around asking these Christians throughout the world, do you believe in God? And really, I kind of see it as the same thing that that Habakkuk is, you know, saying here because we're asking ourselves, you know, and in ourselves, wow, how can these people be persecuted, beheaded, you know, on TV and all these different things happening. But you also, too, have to look and see where we are as a body of Christ, truly where we are. Let's be honest with ourselves, with the way things have gone, you know, and how they have developed. Is there true faith? Is there true um, reverence for God? Is there true belief in God? Is there, is there um, you know, are we right before, before the Lord, you know? And if we're, and if you can answer those questions, you can get your answer. And I can kind of see that it's definitely like that right now. We're living in a time of, of, of back of work. Yeah. Well, all right. Good work. Good study. Thank you guys for reading it. <laughs> Does anyone have a book that, uh, or a chapter they would like to go over for next week? Or does anybody want to teach also? Anybody want to volunteer? Not next week. They will teach again. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah? But okay. Miss Lovelace over there. 
Visit gcu.edu. 